0: You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission—it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast, where we talk to Felicity Hoy. She describes running as her antidepressant. In fact, she says, as long as she's running, she's happy. Enjoy. Got it. Today on, today on Fit Mind Fit Body, we just heard the recording sound, which is great, but I'd like to. Uh, to welcome Felicity Hoy. Hello, Felicity. How are you? Hi, Michelle. I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. It's so good to talk to you. Uh, I've been, you've been on my list. I've got a long list of people <laughs> that I know who are runners who I know will be really fun to talk to. And you've been on my list. And I'm so glad that we are eventually catching up here on the little screen, which is um, will be in people's ears instead of it just out there on the, the track, because often I run into you in a race or two.
1: Yes, usually. That's usually <laughs> where I see you.
0: Which is that. So anyway, as I said, I'm excited to have a chat with you and learn more about your running story. Let's start from the beginning. Like where did you grow up? Oh, uh, I grew up in
1: Emerald in Victoria. So ah. where Puff and Billy is.
0: Yes. So you were like, did you, how long has that been? Have you been able to race Puffing Billy? I have not raced Puff and Billy. Um, I want how, to. I how really, long
1: has that been really a thing? To. Has it been like a thing for like oh, it's been it feels a, a, like a thing long time of my whole life? Yeah. I remember yeah. my mum when I was a kid used to get so mad because they'd shut the streets down and her sister was always running in it. And oh. every year she'd be like, Why are they shutting down the streets? It's just a foot race. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. <laughs> so,
1: so I really want to do it. So how come you
0: haven't? It's <laughs> just a random question.
1: I don't know. I I don't know. Like, I don't have a reason to have not done it. I just haven't.
0: Like, uh, I grew up on King Island and most people here in Tassie know that there is a race on King Island, which started imperial? about, yeah, it started maybe five, six, maybe eight years after I had left the island, but I'd started running by then, by the time. Uh, and the person who started was a guy that I grew up with, a neighbor, <laughs> you know, Oh. Cool. You know? but I have not run that race yet <laughs>
1: That's on my, my list that. for next year. It didn't fit in this year.
0: <laughs> the Imperial? Yeah. Oh, so you'll probably run it and I still will to run it. <laughs> Let's see. And you'll probably beat me to Puff and Billy. Yeah, I'll go to Puff and Billy. It won't take as long. <laughs> anyway, that's a funny thing. Um, all right. Did, did you grow up with any siblings? Do you have any brothers yes, and sisters? I have four older sisters. Oh, wow. So you're the baby of all girls? Yeah. Wow. So
1: my older sister is 16 years older than me. And my oldest nephew, my oldest niece is two years younger than
0: me. Wow, (laughs) that's a lovely spread. Yeah, it's fun. In in another lifetime, I worked at Centrelink in my 20s, in between finishing my university degree. And I used to see lots of people. I used to work in the family allowance section. And you used to see lots of people who would obviously trying to have the other sex and that you would have like all boys, like five or six yep. boys or five or six girls. And I often would wonder, I wonder if they're trying to. Get yeah, dad other. often jokes
1: that he gave up at me and just made me his boy.
0: So
1: oh. <laughs> I had all the Tonka trucks. My older sister did as well, but yeah, I had Tonka trucks. I fished with him. I shot with him. Oh. Lots of outdoorsy stuff. I remember crashing his van into the horse jumps while my sister was at pony club. Oh.
0: So you were the you were the stand in tomboy, and yeah. it worked. <laughs> it was fun. Just <laughs> probably followed you through into your adult life, probably all the yeah. things that you like. Yeah, mostly, except so, for the pink. <laughs> so, what was it like to be you when you were a kid? What was that like to be the youngest? And I guess Emerald is a bit country, and you just talked about yeah. horse floats and things. What was that like growing up there?
1: It was it was interesting. I loved Emerald. Um, it's a beautiful little town. Yeah. Everyone knew everyone. So when I did start running, I always felt safe because I'd never go more than a K without a house of someone that I knew. Yeah, so- <laughs> that makes it. <laughs> It's a bit like King So Island. <laughs> that was really cool. Um, on the flip side, when I, because um, I had an eating disorder, when I had that, everyone knew about it.
0: Yeah. So it was yeah.
1: like you couldn't get away. And that yeah. was pretty hard. But yeah,
0: that's more community thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So how old were you then when you had the eating disorder? Uh,
1: 17.
0: Okay. And that's when everything, when you just, you don't yeah. want everyone yeah, you to don't know want your everyone business. You just, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard. Oh. And so how long were you in Emerald for?
1: Um, my, until I was 24-ish. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So, and at school, tell me, Felicity, did you do a lot of sport?
1: No, <laughs> I played netball because um, yeah. all my sisters played netball. So I played netball until I was um, I think 15, 16 um, yeah. and I did cadets. So I was in army cadets. But other than that, I wasn't a big sports person.
0: What about your siblings?
1: Uh, they all played netball.
0: Yep, So it was a netball thing.
1: Yeah. We, we had a netball team. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was an adult, we had a mixed team of um, all my sisters and all of their partners
0: so a lot <laughs> that's of fun. amazing it's awesome um what about you were talking about horses a minute ago
1: yeah my Emerald. sister had horses so I'd oh, build okay. the jumps with dad yeah um and my sister had a pony named Willow and one named Penny and um we housed them with a donkey called Daniel who I really liked Daniel was my oh. little dude oh <laughs> I'm allergic to horses, though, so I just built the jumps.
0: <laughs> That's a shame. But you weren't, allo- weren't allergic to donkeys, I assume.
1: Well, I'm also allergic to dogs, and I have three of those. And I'm allergic to cats, and I've always wanted one. So I really...
0: You don't worry about the sneezing yeah. or whatever your... Um, it whatever was just sneezing and are. itching sneezing. eyes.
1: Nothing any antihistamines can't fix. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd still ride a horse if I could.
0: Like oh, if I had one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, you didn't do a lot of sport apart from, you know, netball at school. Yeah. Um, when you left school, what did you do?
1: Uh, I worked at the Commonwealth Bank.
0: Yeah. In Emerald?
1: Yes. So, no. A... Um, in cool. the city. Okay. So, at one point, we moved to Caulfield for about a year while mum and dad were building a new house in Emerald, like yep. at the other side of town. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I got a job up in the Combank in the city. Yep. And then I went to the one in Boronia. And then I went to Knox. And then I decided okay. I didn't like it and went to uni.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't like the sales. Did you go to uni when you're like 20?
1: Um how old was what I mean, 21 when I started uni, okay. I think. And what did you study? Occupational therapy.
0: And you you finished that shouldn't say obviously. Um,
1: Kind of. So I ended up taking a bachelor of human science and I went yeah. on and did my postgrading human nutrition.
0: Oh, wow. And did you work in that? That's what you worked in when you left? in?
1: No, I now work for my husband.
0: <laughs> so Josh and
1: I moved to Tassie. So if I'd stayed in Melbourne, I could have started a nutrition business. But down here, we don't really have the same setup environment. Yeah. Um, and I did. I tried for a little bit, but And we had two kids. Yeah. And it kind of just got a bit hard. So um, Josh started his business uh, about three years ago. And I came across and started working for him about two years ago.
0: And he's a physio. He's
1: an occupational therapist. Occupational
0: therapist. I
1: use my AHA certificate and I do appointments for him. He tells me what to do when I go and do it.
0: Oh, that's nice. And I book his appointments for him and tell him where to go. So. So it all works. Yeah. Uh, where did you meet? Where did you guys meet? Uh, uni. Oh, ah, of course. In Melbourne, obviously. Yeah. In Victoria. Yeah. What uni did you go to in Melbourne? Monash. Ah, uh, that's, yeah. That's where my daughter is. Monash. So,
1: I um, <laughs> I used to take him running. <laughs> so we were friends yeah. and I'd oh, run with him on and off. And that's nice. It was good fun.
0: <laughs> so, so I see this sort of, well, a picture of you, Growing up in the well, a sort of country, small town environment, um, did a bit of um, office work. I guess you can say banking work, yeah. and then went to uni, um, and then eventually met a fella while you're at uni, <laughs> and then, then you're you're yep. both moved over here a few years ago into Tasmania, and in between, of course, you started running. You've had children and done all the yep. other things that life throws at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell me, where did your running start Felicity? Um, you... So
1: initially when I was in that transition period when I was at the bank and I hated it and I didn't know what I wanted to do, I just knew it wasn't that. Mm. Um, I actually looked to joining the police force. Yeah. And to do that, I needed to be able to run. I think it was 4K or 5K. It wasn't very far. Uh-huh. And so I did that. Um, so I started training for that and the treadmill. I was going to the gym um, two hours most nights anyway at that point. I just, wow. just liked it. I liked the yeah. atmosphere up there. Um, and so I sort of started running on the treadmill a bit. And then I signed up for the half marathon at Melbourne. Yeah. And the first thing I ever beat my older sister in. So <laughs> <she's>, <laughs> I think she ran about two hours and I ran 143 or something. Like it wasn't a lot, but I beat her. And it was the first time I'd ever beaten. I was like, all right. I'm going to do this sport now.
0: I must be good at this.
1: Yeah. So I went, all right, I'll sign up for a marathon. Oh, I can't find a marathon till next October. I'm not waiting that long. 55Ks isn't that much further. (laughs) So I signed up for that, came second and went, oh, "Oh, maybe I'm not bad at this sport. So I went and did an 80.
0: (laughs) So this was all, what
1: year was all of
0: this? Uh, 2009. Wow yeah and these ones were all like road ones is that they're um, all road? so
1: the first one I did was Frankston to Portsea yeah so that was road and it was a miserable day and it was like hailing and it was pouring down with rain I'd borrowed my mum's coat that just was not suited for running <sighs> massive headwind run. it was it was a disaster and I loved it <laughs> And then the next one was Yu Yang's, which is up in the mountains, Mm -hmm. and there was only three girls, so I came third. But I came third. The point (laughs) it counts. (laughs) Wow! And so I did that one, and then I did Great Ocean Walk, which was my first hundred, and that was a lot of fun as well.
0: And you'd literally only been running for a year or so, or whatever, when you were doing this. Yeah, yeah
1: about two years by the time I did my first hundred. So
0: can you remember what you were feeling when you were doing those? Like, was it a, what am I doing? Or is it like, Oh, oh this is it.
1: so much fun. I was, it was a bit of, this is so much fun. A bit of therapy for myself, bit of yeah. just tuning out. It was awesome. Like so, all of my training, I live, mum and dad would go away for like six months. So I was living in this massive house on my own yeah, and I'd get lonely. I'd just be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna go for a run then." And I'd come home like five hours later, and I'm like I'm gonna have dinner and go to bed. <laughs> so you,
0: you, did you have plans? Oh, yes. Like, how did you, how did you not overtrain? Or maybe you did. <laughs> I, did. Well, I don't know. On I reflection. Been
1: really, really lucky in that I went from running virtually nothing. To two days before I did my half marathon, I ran a half marathon on the treadmill because I needed to make sure I could do it. Yeah. And then I did the half, and within two days, I was back out running 10, 15 Ks. And it just, my body just accepted that that's what I was doing to it. Yeah. And, you know, touch wood, I've only had one major injury. Yeah. Which I ruptured my ankle ligament in 2014. Mm-hmm. So, out. Other than that, it's gone that's what the physio said he's like it's gone you can't do any more damage so you can run as soon as you can tolerate
0: oh wow
1: (laughs) so I was lucky in that regard it was a minor ligament
0: (laughs) yeah and did you do that during like while you were running was that like yeah so I did
1: that um in my I think it was my second attempt at doing the great ocean walk Mm -hmm. um Josh my now husband came up Mm -hmm. Um, to support me, and I was out of range when I did it too. So I had to walk out on it for 5K and oh, wow. like, give people his phone number and be like, as soon as you get reception, call him and tell him I've gone back.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's all oh. good. Yeah. Well, you survived here, you are, and still exactly. running. Yeah. All doing, doing all the things. So it did it just become a part of your life? That's what it sounds yeah, like much. to me. Like running just became. It's this is one of the things I do in my life.
1: It's for lack of a better description. It's my antidepressant. As long as I run, I'm happy. Soon as I stop running, I become very, very down.
0: So how often does Um, it, or under what circumstances can you not run? Like how's that um, happened in the last sort of, what is that 13, 14 years?
1: So the only two times I've gone a significant, well, it wasn't really even a significant period of not running was um, just after I had both the kids. Mm -hmm. So with Teddy, with the first one, I got clearance at three weeks because it had gotten to the point where if I didn't start running, Mm -hmm. things were just not going to go so well. So I started, and it was only okay, but it was all I needed. Just needed that.
0: Yeah, just there.
1: um, and I think because I'd had some issues, I'd had about six weeks total off then.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, with Tolly, I got clearance at six days. Yeah. So I went and did the park run the week after he was born.
0: Wow. So,
1: I was meant to walk, but I ran half of it. Friends so, <laughs> so, running past me. Teddy wanted to run, so we ran.
0: <laughs> and it didn't cause any long term issues, obviously. <laughs> No, like I've
1: that? as I said I've been really, really lucky. I've also been very conscious about doing strength work and yeah, um, all of that sort of stuff to make sure that I don't get injured because I know yes. that it it's just does a nice place to be. No. no. Well, when I did my ankle, um, Josh made me get a hobby because he said I was just so miserable. <laughs> it was only like three or four weeks and I was still on crutches and he'd like I'd ride my bike to uni, he'd hand me my crutches and I'd hop off the bike and like hobble around all day. And then I'd jump back on the bike and ride home because we're living together. Uh-huh. <laughs> he'd, he'd drive home with my crutches and meet me there. Uh-huh.
0: Well, that was nice. of you. It was nice that you had that ability to yeah. be able to, you know, have a crutch looker after her between the yeah. bike ride.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't
0: want to ride with them on my back.
1: That would have just been no. nice stupid. <laughs>
0: Well, I've just been in Noosa for a few weeks. There's a lot of people with bikes where they put their surfboard on the side. I oh, can really? imagine them carrying your, um, like on push bikes. Well, so I guess it is could, possible. You could put crutches, I'm sure. Anyway, but that's probably uh, another story for another day. <laughs> so, when do you think you first called yourself a runner, Felicity? I
1: reckon after the first half I did. Yeah. I felt like then, like, that was it. That was what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah. And do you think you're, do you feel like you're goal-driven when it comes to running? Yeah. So do you often have, like, an event that you're looking to Usually, run? Yeah.
1: Usually. Um, yeah, I can't think of a time where I haven't had an event to do, like, so, on the so horizon.
0: What's in the near future for you at the moment?
1: Um, I'm hoping to do Cockle Creek in when is a couple Wednesday? of weeks 13th mm-hmm. of august so that's mm-hmm. a marathon well, i think it's the 14th the sunday Yeah. um i'm signed up for the tassie trail fest miler mm-hmm. but my training hasn't gone to plan yet so <laughs> that's okay i'll still show up i'll i'll do that or i'll downgrade to the 100 if i have to but i don't want yeah. to
0: <laughs> we'll see how we go so how how do you train for some of those longer ones? Like, do you have a plan? Work. I run. Are you, are you structured? <laughs> yeah, like do you have a structured I, plan? know, yeah, Some people have. On Tuesdays I do this. On Wednesday, yeah. you know, Sundays I do the long run. <laughs> Just I to get up everybody's.
1: when everyone is well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get up and I'll run at five o'clock in the morning, and I'll try and yeah. do ten k's most days. Yeah. On the days where I can be a bit later home, I'll do fifteen. And then once a week, I'll do a longer run. Okay, but so that, my longer that's your run, sort just, of
0: every day. That's yeah. your every week kind of plan. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't do speed work. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't really focus on anything in particular. I do more like walkabouts. Yeah. So, if I have a day where I've got nothing on and the kids are at daycare, I'll just disappear. And I'm home when I'm home, and whatever distance I did is what I did. There's no. structure or goal it's just i'm going this way now
0: oh wow so you just go explore a bit like yeah we'll go walk about yeah walk about yeah and take um these days it used to be we'd have to make sure we had you know money to catch a something home a bus or something it's just a bit harder in tassie Uh, but um, but now I suppose you just need your phone or whatever. Yeah, which is, yeah. so I have Garmin
1: it. Pay on my watch. I've got mm-hmm. Apple Pay on my phone. And I usually have a card in my pack just in case yep. everything goes flat. Yep. But, and an expired driver's license in case <laughs> yeah. someone needs to ID me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you don't drive? Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, so just it's an just expired my old one. one so that yeah. you don't matter if just, you lose it's, it or anything. That's sort of yeah, oh, exactly.
1: Wow. So my current one stays in my wallet and just the yeah. old one was in one of my pockets. Well, that's a little um, tip
0: just there. I would never even thought of that. What a good idea.
1: That was, I never used to run with a phone. Like I used to just carry my little iPod and mm. that was it. No phone, nothing. And I'd disappear and I'd run nights and I'd meet maybe meet strangers on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd meet in the trails at night. Oh, and wow. I loved it. And then I met my husband and he was like, you have to carry a phone. It's not safe. <laughs> Fine, but I'm turning it off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's amazing. So um, you just told me what it looks like for you during the week at the moment or you're doing how you're sort of you kind of unstructured but sort of structured at the same time, trying to yeah. get out most days.
1: Yeah, I try and run Um, every day.
0: Do you run with other people much?
1: Sometimes, um, I've been running we once to twice a week with other people, depending on Mm -hmm. who's free, what they're doing. Yep. Um, I try and go to buddies, but it doesn't always happen. Yeah, it's a bit hard with the boys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because everyone wants money
1: at bedtime.
0: What? that's crazy they've got to have a buddies for that um what is it toddler friendly or something yeah.
1: well <laughs> yeah. the three-year-old keeps telling me he'll come to but he'll come to mummy's running group like dude you can't <laughs> keep up and i'm not pushing you <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least not yet yeah, <laughs> yeah another year or two yeah yeah <laughs> a little scooter or something i saw someone the other day actually in noosa running with two kids and uh yeah, yeah. so here he was running with two kids on scooters
1: but he just wants to run like mummy. He doesn't Aww. want to ride. He wants to run. Aww. And I try going, if you ride your bike, you can ride while mummy runs. He's like, no, mummy, you can ride while I run. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, we often talk on the podcast about children and the influence that we have on, on kids. And Do you ever think about that? Like the influence, the positive influence that you are having by demonstrating a, an adult who's actually going out of their way to be physically fit?
1: Yeah, we both, both my husband and I are very conscious of that, I think. Um, And you can see it, like both of our kids love being outside Mm -hmm. and just doing stuff outside. It doesn't matter if it's raining or whatever, we're just outside. It's
0: like, go do some stuff. Go Go be a runner. Yes. It was one of the things I used to think about quite a bit when I was, you know, young like you and had young kids and that my kids used to see um, you know, their dad basically throw me out of the car or pick me up from somewhere because, it, like, in order yeah. to fit it in around you know your very busy life, yeah, um, you kind of have to do it like that. Sometimes it's like, well, yeah. I'll run to this thing place we're all going together, or, or drop me off before you know 10k from home, and I'll run the rest of the way, or whatever that is. Yeah, and the kids see that, and I think that's quite um, quite a good example to give them. It is. That.
1: We Like a lot of my influence growing up, all the exercise was about losing weight. So if you weren't, you know, you'd exercise to lose weight, you exercise for that goal and not just for the joy of exercise. And it took me probably two or three years to go, hang on, I can just exercise because it's fun. (laughs) And uh, actually it was Ultra Marathon Man, the book. Um, by Dean Kanazis that was one that made me go actually it doesn't have to be about that it can just be fun
0: yeah in fact for you to, to maintain it and keep doing it it has to there has to be stuff in it that you enjoy there has to be something yeah. that's sparking off in you and I suppose to other people who haven't started running it or haven't found that yet just knowing that if you continue you will come to a place where you get some flow and you get where things just work for you in a particular training run or whatever it is and then and you then kind of chase that a bit (laughs) it becomes a thing where you just enjoy it yeah you do a bit I know when I first started running for quite a few years it used to be for me I'm a bit of an explorer like you but I'd sit at my desk in an office thinking where am I going to run today where can I go what direction will I go that's something new I haven't been before and I can go and explore usually the streets of launceston or up into the gorge or whatever but you have and that would then encourage me to go oh that hill's really steep i haven't run up that one yet or i want to be able to run up it so i could run down it. so you just you just do those things in your head to get get yourself motivated which i guess is a question that i ask lots of people and that is how do you motivate yourself so you know you thinking in your mind i want to run most days of the week i can imagine there'll be some weeks where it's a struggle for you to do that just because it can be. things have panned out that week um, and how you're feeling. So how, how do you get out the door when it, when you're just not feeling it for whatever reason? What makes you get out? The dog. That's a good one. Dogs are good.
1: So love that. Asterix gets really hyper and it sounds bad but kind of annoying when he hasn't been for a run. <laughs> He whinges a lot and he's just under my feet. And it's like, all right, dude, out we go.
0: And do you take him a lot?
1: Yeah. I run with him most days. So he does everything except my long run. Okay.
0: So there Um, you go for everybody out there, a dog, having a dog, especially a breed that is um, known for its running is a a good idea.
1: Some days I will just go, all right, I can't be bothered. I'll just run to daycare. And that's, it's a K and a half from here, but I do. I end up doing about four or five to oh. get there. I'll take a few detours.
0: <laughs> so then do you, if you run to daycare, how do you get the kids back? Are they, do you have a plan at up. daycare? Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so I either My um, in-laws are living next door. So either my oh, mother-in-law yeah. meets me and she right. drives us back or um, Josh meets me and drives us back.
0: Oh wow, you got a completely sorted felicity. I do. <laughs> it sounds amazing. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> what are your favorite runs? What type of runs are you enjoying most? Trails. Yeah. I suck
1: like at them. I am absolutely terrible at trails. I'm not very fast, but there's just something about the mud. I just <laughs> I love it. Nothing beats a run where I come home and there's mud right up my back and <laughs> you know I'm just coated in the stuff and it's just so nice <laughs> I just love mud <laughs> I do love mud <laughs> I've seen all the bugs and the insects and the birds and the animals I just I don't know I just love trails
0: it's your favorite yeah um when you're running on the trails or when you're just when you're running full stop are you listening to anything before you you talked about taking a little iPod with you do you listen to stuff or
1: yeah I listen to music Mm -hmm. so um, I've got a 400 song playlist on Spotify that has everything from Johnny Cash to Hilltop Hoods on it just (laughs) just goes through on shuffle (laughs) it's got some really random songs I've got a couple of horrible history songs on there now because someone let me add to it when I'd been drinking Ah. And it's very entertaining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you pretty much, do you always listen to, to yeah. the music or do you have a bit of, like, so you do? No, I always have music
1: on. I've done a few races where music's banned and yeah. I'll cope, but yeah. I much prefer running with music on.
0: And are you a one earbud person or a two? Earbud? I
1: wear Aeropex. I wear aftershocks, so the bone conduction ah. ones. So I hear everything around me which is awesome
0: i'm fascinated by those i don't really know much about them except i've heard people talk about them um yeah. so you can you can as you said hear what's going on because yeah, i've got this the apple ones which are not the bone conducting ones but they have like that transparency mode oh um, uh, yeah here. you're always supposed to be able to hear but
1: yeah i feel like that would annoy me
0: well you still got <laughs> so something they're, blocking they're not it in Yeah, they sit
1: on your cheekbones Okay. So I can run with a friend of mine and or actually Josh wears them as well. And we can both be listening to music and we can still talk. Yeah. Like at a normal volume. We're not yelling at each other. Yeah. We're just running along and chatting and we're both listening to our own separate songs. Yeah. And it's just nice.
0: <laughs> and you and I suppose you can hear like traffic or whatever. Yeah. When you're by yourself, you can hear what's going on around well, you so that you know a bit safer.
1: I ignore everything going on around me. I'm <laughs> terrible. um I just don't even think I've never felt I felt unsafe once on a run and that's it in you know five o'clock in the morning runs midnight runs whatever I've just always I think I'm just so oblivious that
0: yeah I just don't care I'm pretty like that too it's not till other people remind me later (laughs) yeah oh yeah I suppose (laughs) it would have been a good idea to take a phone with me or something Hmm. pretty much oh well (laughs) like now and look I survived And I like to think that most people only have uh, the best intentions for other people.
1: Exactly. That's what I think. Mm. Like, no one, yeah, I just, and there's also, like, I figure there's millions and millions of people in the world. What are the odds of them targeting me?
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You've got to be sensible, but at the same time, you know, you've got to live your life the way you want to as well, I think otherwise we could yeah. just live in too much fear which we can't exactly yeah. oh
1: I also have the dog too and he's yeah that's true of me, yeah. so yeah
0: I always notice too that uh when I run like not at night time or or earlier in the morning but yeah, during the, the daylight hours when people can see you and you're running towards them they often um smile like I always smile and say hello yeah. and I rarely have people who won't smile back and Say hello, if not some funny thing about, oh, you're fitter than me, to oh, I wish I yeah. could do, you know. So you, I used to get run forests a lot. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm yeah. sure I might have had that before as well. So people want they're happy that you're out there yeah. doing stuff. They're often out there walking around wherever it is too. So, I, I quite... find
1: that here, and that's really good. When I um, I lived in Cheltenham, in um, mm-hmm. like Melbourne, for yeah. a while. And No one smiles, and oh, I, that really? was like, I didn't enjoy that very much. Mm. Like, you know, you'd have an issue on a long run, you'd be throwing up and whatever, and no one would stop. They just mm. keep walking, like everyone's off in such a rush to get everywhere. Yeah. No one's happy. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, everyone's just so happy. It's like, it's hard to be sad.
0: Oh, I think it's the city life,
1: yeah, it baby. is the city I life, just, yeah.
0: The big cities that tend to be rushing around, as you said yeah and that's why people end up moving here (laughs) places like here when they recognize that everybody in that traffic jam with them is not looking very happy so why do you keep doing that (laughs) kind of thing yeah like why yeah yeah all right so we've established that you have had an identity as a runner for some time Mm -hmm. since you did your half marathon and that you have had um an injury that put you out for a little while and you did not like that very much at all because (laughs) because it was very not nice um do you ever think about your identity as a runner in and i just mean in that if for some reason you could at some point not run for longer than say just a few weeks to get over an injury but maybe it was going to be six months or something or who knows whatever um how you would deal with that like would you do you think you'd replace it with something else like how would you you know if you think to footballers and and just footballers but other professional sports people and you often they get to the end of a career yeah um, quite young actually and then they you know you, you often hear in the news uh, them needing to replace that with something else in their life i also wonder about those of us me included who tie a lot of our identity up into our running something that can be removed from us quite easily
1: yeah
0: what Um, if if we think about it maybe maybe we will help ourselves in the future if that ever happens yeah
1: i did i dabbled in triathlon for a bit so Mm -hmm. i could you know i guess myself going into bike riding or something (laughs) if i had to but I don't know I did I had a bit of a crisis when I had the kids and I was like I don't know I also have um I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis so I didn't know whether I'd be able to keep doing ultras and that has been a huge part of my identity for so long that I was like what do I do and now I'm doing it again I'm happy Yeah. yeah so in that time I did I started sewing And I started doing, um, like, crafting. I make a lot of clothing and stuff for myself and the kids and Mm -hmm. dogs and (laughs) whoever else (laughs) happens to (laughs) stumble through my area. Um, So I guess there's a little bit I've replaced somewhat with the crafting side of it. Yeah. Um, And now I'm finding it hard to balance the whole I want to do a long run but I also want to sew. How do I fit it all in? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But you have the ability to take yeah. on, you know, other interests and other, other yeah. hobbies if, if you like or whatever that can be a part of your identity as well going forward. Yes. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. How does your rheumatoid arthritis affect your running?
1: Um, mostly the fatigue. Mm-hmm. So it just knocks me out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, my feet get sore, but I've, I switched to zero drops when I first, so the first nodule I got was in my big toe. Yeah. And before we knew what it had caused it, I went into zero drop shoes because my physio yeah. had told me that they would be best, you know, yeah. avoid fusing the joint for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. And that would have been 10, 11 years ago now. Oh, wow. still not fused. So <laughs> they've worked. That's amazing. Um. But if anything, it's just gets a little bit harder to get moving in the morning.
0: Um, yeah, a in bit different.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm on some good meds now, and it's yep. pretty much in complete remission, so it's not an issue at the moment. But That's it, it has been.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've just um, been diagnosed in the last twelve months with osteoarthritis, which is pretty normal. Yeah. Of course, as people get old, um, but that hurts. <laughs> My feet get quite sore in the morning, and I think. Yeah. Yeah. The running is good for it in, in, because it keeps moving. But then when we do these ultras, there's a, probably a balance there. Like when is it well, good? Becoming- ultras hurt. So good? Like- well, that's <laughs> you, you don't do an ultra
1: if you're not at least a little bit of a masochist. <laughs> how, do you,
0: how do you deal with that pain in your head? What's going on in your head in those bigger runs?
1: I just, I don't know. Nothing.
0: <laughs> the music. You just focus on
1: the music. Yeah, pretty much. I sing. Yeah. yeah, I sound like an absolute nutcase. When I get really tired, I start singing really loud and often the songs are really stupid. <laughs> so-
0: <laughs> but you're enjoying it.
1: Yeah, I always enjoy it. I sing, I dance, I play, I skip.
0: And that's how you <laughs> ignore what your body's going through at the time, if it's a particularly painful moment in yeah. an ultra, for example. Yeah.
1: I did, um, when I did my 24-hour, my legs got tired of running, so I skipped a few laps. <laughs> I was just like, all right. <laughs>
0: it's different muscles. And that worked, I'm sure. By it did changing. work. Absolutely. I can imagine. <laughs> How long, Felicity, do you think you'll run for in your life?
1: Uh, I reckon I'll be running until the day I die.
0: Good girl. <laughs> it sounds I like just, a plan. I can't
1: imagine my life without running in
0: it. Yeah. How many pairs of shoes do you have running um, shoes?
1: That I'm currently using or?
0: Well, that'll do. That, we can start with that.
1: <laughs> so that I'm currently using, I have four pairs of
0: runners. Excellent. And do you keep your old runners or do you?
1: I keep them mostly. Uh-huh. I have a cupboard full.
0: And what do you do with them?
1: They just sit in my cupboard. <laughs> Like you don't use them too. just for don't have the heart to
0: throw them out. <laughs> I had talked to someone last week, I think it was, and they were talking about how they throw theirs out, but they had like 10 or 20 pairs of shoes on the run. <laughs> oh. And I went, well, what? Um the ultra running as well. Um they had like trail shoes as well as road running shoes, as well as you know, yep. two or three pairs of each of those and the different models and different, you know weather (laughs) I was like oh my gosh that's amazing I keep
1: a complete outfit along with a pair of trail runners and road runners in the boot of my car just in case I get the opportunity during the day oh Oh, that's
0: clear and so you become really clever at a quick change in the back seat of the car or wherever you're doing it
1: yeah I just if if you always wear a sports bra you never have to get fully naked in the car so
0: nice (laughs) i do always and because
1: i wear the crops and i've always often it towards the end of a run i'll take my top off anyway it doesn't mm. bother me you know yeah you bring a
0: dress pull your pants on you're all good you got it sorted gosh you've given this some thought <laughs> i love it what are you most excited about i know you said some of the goals you've got coming what are you most excited about in the next 12 months or so with your running
1: sharing it with my oldest mm-hmm. so we're doing the glow run in next month as well and I'm so excited to run that with him oh. like he's uh, he's my little supporter and I just love watching him grow and watching him develop as a runner too yeah. so it's just yeah I don't know something about
0: running sharing? With him.
1: yeah sharing yeah. those adventures and Taking him off. So yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Is that's in um Devonport? Is that yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very exciting. Every oh. night
1: I get home is that, like, Mummy, is it time to go running in the dark? <laughs> Not yet. Now <laughs> we do sometimes. Like here's a headlight, off we go.
0: oh <laughs> So how far is he running with you?
1: Uh, he has done up to 2K. Okay.
0: How far is the glow run? No, I don't even know.
1: 600 meters for the kids oh, okay. so he'll be fine he did the mile at the launceston half this yeah. year
0: yeah
1: he fell over twice and oh. he got back up no tears and then towards the end he was like all right I've got to beat i can't remember the kid's name but there was a kid just behind us so we've been going back and forth with it's like i've got to beat him i've got to beat him and he just took off and he did oh <laughs> it's very cute
0: they are so cute Oh, I remember my kids, we used to do all those runs together. And then as they got older, like all the Bernie 10s and things like that. And then then you very fondly remember the years that they suddenly start beating you instead of being behind you. I'm kind of
1: looking forward (laughs) to that because at the moment, my biggest challenge is when I run with Josh. He runs shorter distances than me, but he runs close to a minute a k average faster so I'll be like all right we'll go and do a 5k and he'll absolutely destroy me yeah so I'm looking forward to doing that with Ted because I reckon he'll go further (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) and then he'll destroy you over a 10 and then a 15 yeah exactly etc etc no better way to get faster (laughs) actually one of my favorite um pictures from the running club is um, having I went in the 2.5 in Evandale, and my boys um, finished I beat they both saw me because they obviously started behind me because they were already much faster than me then
1: yeah
0: because uh, we're talking about their older teenagers uh, but that I beat them but in the picture, you can see the both of them just behind me. So they're both just coming up <laughs> to catch me at the line. So anyway, that's one of my favorite pictures. Cause I don't, I, it was that's awesome. the, the last time I did, not that I bought, I, they were faster. Not that I was faster than them, but I did beat them to the line that day. I don't know that only in handicap running, is that possible? <laughs> <At> least, <laughs> anyway. um, is there anything about running that you wanted to share with everybody that we haven't sort of touched on a little bit
1: I don't think so I think it's so it's such a personal thing running but mm-hmm. it's I don't know like I know it's changed my life and it's put so much joy in my life and it's made me who I am today but yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's hard, isn't it? It is. It's, it it's is. a bit like Quicksilver. You try and hold on to the con, you know, what is it about running that makes us all so fanatic about it? And you can feel it and you can almost, and you can sense it, but it's sometimes very yeah, you hard can't to put express. your finger on
1: it. Yeah.
0: And it's kind of like Quicksilver and it kind of floats away. <laughs> <You're> like, oh, <laughs> well, there it goes. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, uh, let me um, ask you this question then. Where do you think or how do you think running has improved your life? You've kind of touched on it, I think, a lot all the way through. But if you hadn't started running, what do you think you'd be missing out on right now?
1: Everything I have. Mm,
0: Everything. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't have met my husband if I hadn't been a runner. I would never have moved to Tasmania. Yeah. So I'd probably still be quite sick with my eating disorder because that took... You know, running really helped with that because, you know, if you don't fuel, you can't run well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And when I was at the top of my game, I had to really make sure I was eating enough and looking after myself and everything. So, yeah, I think I wouldn't have anything that I've got now Mm. if it wasn't for running. Even my dog, um, Reba, the 15-year-old, my dad made me get her because he didn't like that I was running on my own early in the morning. So he was like, you need a dog. So I wouldn't have even had her without it. Wow. That's very cool.
0: Um, Tell me just a little bit more about the eating disorder and how running has helped that. I know that you said obviously nutrition wise, because you realized once you started running, especially in ultras yeah. that you you had a bit of a talent for it. You were. Yeah you know, your, your body seemed to enjoy it. So that nutrition wise, that kind of made sense that you would follow through to, to make the most of it. But what other things were going on for you that where running helped in that way?
1: It made me strong. Mm-hmm. So running running has given me a lot of strength and a lot of, I guess, self-reliance. Mm-hmm. Like I've, it's made me very independent mm-hmm. Um it's yeah really made me a stronger person so because I do it I feel like I can do
0: anything I love that yeah that sense of self and yeah who you are and and that you um as you said that you're strong enough to take on anything that life throws at you
1: yeah Mm. I'm I'm not reliant on anyone but myself when I'm outside and Mm. um you know, yes, I like to have my support crew and all of that there, but if I didn't have them, I could still do it. It's mm. just a nice to have.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's that very empowering sort of feeling that you yeah. get when, when it's all in the flow and um, what is it, self, um, what's the word? You know, when you're self-centred, like you don't need yeah. all of the other, anything else, you know that you're, you're fine as you are without yeah. anything extra that makes sense
1: Yeah, self-reliant if, independent
0: yeah all those
1: yeah strong yeah.
0: I love that when when I was uh, in the first few years of my running and I when I used to work in Launceston we live about 20 k's out of town um, the first time I ran into town I had that kind of wow yeah you know, this is a distance that I only would ever drive you know drive I, used to, I you I know, drive to work but now I'm running to work and it's this yeah. large distance and and I remember having that, you know, sense of empowerment, I suppose, that if I can travel this distance under my own steam, then there's nothing I can't do. Yeah. Should I really want to? Was that kind of feeling? Yeah, well, that's, to... that's what it
1: comes down to. you got to want to. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, there has to be some reason. That what is it? The carrot <laughs> that's yeah. <is> being dangled. <laughs> what are you... Usually it's a finisher's medal. <laughs> so that is a good question and one that I ask people, and that is, when you're in those races, what's you know, what what are the things that you're thinking about in those last few Ks? You know, when it's all like I'm over this already, is it the yeah, it hurts. line? This is is it the metal? Is it the coffee? Is it the whatever your thing is at it's, the end? What are you looking forward to the most when you get to the
1: finishes medal? The
0: finishes medal? <laughs> finish <is> yeah. <laughs> yeah. got to, you love that.
1: I love my finishes medals. No. And I usually come up with something I feel like eating. Yeah which I do sometimes on my long runs as well. I'll be like, yep, I really want some palmy loaded for and that's what <laughs> I'll think about for the next
0: <laughs> And then does that stay with you? Because I sometimes find when I cross the line. Because a long run, I've had times where I've said, okay, I want this, this and this, and I'll make sure that um, my support crew has them there ready for me at those places. Then when I get there, I'm like, actually, no, I don't want any of that stuff right. You know, it's like. Yeah, no, it
1: usually stays with me. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, I want a cider. I don't care that it's six o'clock in the morning. I want a cider. But I won't have that until that night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You'll delay the gratification.
1: For that kind of thing, I will, yeah. if it's not appropriate to have at the time. But <laughs> if it's a race and I finish at midday, I'll if that's what I want, that's what I'm having. Yeah.
0: I did read in somewhere today, which reminded me of what you just said. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere in the world
1: yeah that's That's on my playlist too that song
0: (laughs) exactly so even if it's 6 a.m still five o'clock five o'clock somewhere (laughs) that's right you could have had your cider if you really wanted it (laughs) which is kind of funny yeah
1: it'd be a bit awkward dropping the kids off to daycare with uh, cider
0: on my breath though (laughs) uh yes in that case maybe not All right, Felicity, it has been an absolute delight to chat with you. Before we go, though, any tips for beginner runners? If someone came up to you and said, Felicity, I want to start running, how do I do that? What would you tell them?
1: Catch the 5K I think is an amazing thing to do. Uh And also just don't compare. Mm. don't compare to other people don't compare to your old self either if you've been a runner previously and you're restarting Mm you know just do just be you run run for the fun of it i love it and don't quit
0: yeah Yeah, that's really important don't quit (laughs) Be consistent. It's always yeah. hard when you get started, isn't it? And then you
1: just it is really hard. Um, and I actually found after um Tolly, after my second one was born, consistency, like when I actually started, I went right. Took me, he was born in May, and I ran very sporadically until September. And then September I went right. I'm running every day. It doesn't matter if it's only okay, I'm running every day.
0: Yeah.
1: And I held that until about May this year on mm-hmm. my oldest had an asthma attack and you know we had a few
0: few too many issues for me to
1: actually get out and do it obviously the kids always come first so that consistency just going right doesn't matter if it's okay I'm running every day yeah sometimes my run was more of a walk but I got out and I did it
0: yeah and that is what made the difference between now you're about to run (laughs) another ultra yeah (laughs) A very, very long one.
1: <laughs> It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, you'll be fun. I just remember when I first did my first marathon, anyone who then talked about doing more than one marathon in a year just seemed crazy to,
1: to me. I used to do the one a month. I used to do an ultra a month while right. I was at the peak, um, I, um, I which was insane. I don't know how I recovered that well, mm-hmm. but I always did and I always got back out.
0: Um, and I as suppose as you don't need to then train for the next one because you're already pretty yeah. trained up from the last one. Yeah, pretty much. Including the actual race from the yeah. last
1: one. Yeah, well, the, the races were training. Yeah,
0: that's crazy and a great way to think about it. Um, that's one of the things uh, Doing this podcast, I've talked to lots of people who do ultras and it's like they just talk about the distance and how how amazing it is to run those distances. And then they talk about how they might do three or four of them or more in a year and we're talking about you know the hundred milers and the and then just think wow that is such a different mindset from you know the traditional kind of road marathon mindset it becomes a lifestyle "Hmm, hmm." really and it's a reasonably healthy lifestyle yeah there's worse (laughs) addictions (laughs) but it is a bit of an addiction at the same time all all together (laughs) (laughs) i love it all right it has been a delight, as I said, to chat with you, Felicity. Thank you for sharing a bit of your story. It's been very powerful. No worries. And I will talk to you soon. No Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it or a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit. Head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.